Hey, what's going on, guys? Welcome to uh, Pass Your Bedtime. Uh, <clears throat> I did have a quote over here somewhere. I don't know where the hell it went. But anyway, uh, so today we're going to talk about this whole internet dating thing because I got a couple of requests from friends to uh, <laughs> go over my insight and what the deal really is with this whole thing. So let's get into it. Um, first and foremost, let me make sure that I'm actually recording. Okay, good. All right. <laughs> All right. So, of course, internet dating as of right now sucks. Um, <laughs> thanks to COVID, the numbers of users is like way the fuck up, like way up. It's ridiculous. And I'm going to get that. Yeah, I'm going to get to that. All right, so I got some uh, key cards here that I wrote up so I could stay on track. Uh, so according to statistics, digital marketing outlook, online dating services are expected to have reached 413 million active users. Okay, so that's, was that 3.7 billion in revenue globally through subs only? Only through subscriptions. I'm not talking about the free shit, the the free users who aren't subscribing. You can't see profiles. You can barely message people. I'm talking about people who are actually serious about going out there and trying to find somebody. So that's 3.7 billion in revenue. So the top tier dating sites are, um, I believe, Tinder. That's at 51%. Bumble. Coming in at two at 32%. Match.com, 31%. eHarmony, 28%. And then OkCupid, okay, uh, 24% people. Yeah. And that's paid customers only. Just paid customers. Yeah. So I'm not surprised. Especially with like Coffee Meets Bagel and all the other, you know, new ones that are popping up everywhere. Yeah, the main problem people are running into, most of my friends, including myself in the beginning, was all the fake accounts, the scam accounts. And it's not just the scamming, it's the the extortion. Like, I didn't know that was even a thing. It's uh, sextortion, it's called. Sextortion. So, let me explain what this is real quick. So... You're on, let's say, whatever platform, Bumble or Tinder, whatever. You're messaging this girl, right? She's got more than two photos on there, right? So you think it's the same girl. You know, you're talking to a girl, right? You're going on, I want to say, giving these people like two days tops. So after two days, if they, if they don't give up and they keep going, then chances are they might be real. But that's why I always shoot for... Um, a FaceTime or at least a phone call um, either like a day or two after texting or messaging on the app. Then we'll exchange numbers and then immediately I want to see your face like in real time. So FaceTime is number one thing before even thinking about going any further. Even if you think you have a connection, you don't. Not until you actually see the person on the camera and you're talking on the phone, you know, you're hearing each other's voices for the first time. That's what you want. So 
2019, there were 30.4 million uh, people on the uh, online dating, which is, that makes sense. But by 2024, they're thinking that it's going to reach up to 35 million. And I'm guessing that number is globally because... No, no, that's uh, U.S. only, I believe. Or in this part of the world, anyway, because online dating services are at 413 million, and that's active users. So, yeah, 35 million active users. Yeah, at 2024, I believe that's just in this country alone. I don't know. But um, in this country alone... uh. 3.29 million users are on Bumble. And then one from there is 6.44 million on Tinder. Which is, that blows my mind. Tinder is such a shitty fucking site. I would never use Tinder. I, I had a profile on there. I deleted that shit immediately. Um, but Coffee Meets Bagel. Now here's another one. Coffee Meets Bagel. That's a popular one that's popping up everywhere. Just trying to gain momentum. But their scam and bot accounts are just like fucking through the roof. So right now they're at total subscribers today, 84.51 thousand. So 84,000. Think about that shit. As popular as they are now, they're only at 84,000.51. 85,000 opposed to 6.44 million on Tinder and then half of that 3.29 on Bumble which makes more sense. Bumble's a way better site, I believe. In my eyes. At least that's where I met my girlfriend. You know, my girlfriend. Yeah. Let's see what else we have here. <laughs> this brings me back to this one. Okay, this makes sense. So Bumble is great. If you're hoping to go on a lot of first dates, that doesn't tell you much about people. Well, no shit. You have, you have was it, 500 characters to make a profile, type about yourself, you know, briefly. But that's the whole point. Keep that shit brief. The profile, what are you, what are you, what are you going to learn from a profile? Talk to a person. You like the pictures. You like what the you like what, they, what you see, what you're reading so far. You're interested to find out more. Well, you ask. You ask fucking questions. Okay, no one's gonna put their fucking life story on a fucking profile, fucking about me shit. Like, come on. So anyway, not gonna give that one too much, you know, attention. But uh, of course, unlike other uh, apps like Tinder. Bumble allows women to send the first message to prevent them from being bombarded with messages from it. Yeah, that is 100%. All my friends that are female, like, I tell me all the time that, you know, Bumble was, like, it's, like, the end game for them, like, because of all the other fucking apps out there, like, guys from all walks of life bombard them. So shifting through all the garbage to find the diamond in the rough, like, it's impossible. So chances are a girl like that on the, on the, a regular, you know, Tinder or what was it all? Oh, fuck it. Um, you know, they're missing out on, on you. 
if you're like one of the good ones, like myself, uh, um, they're not even remotely close to coming across your profile. Unless you're like one of those, you know, like me, I was a, uh, the subscription for Bumble is a one-time payment for lifetime of the app. You can delete the app, reinstall it, renew the purchase, right? Like bringing it back up. You'll never have to pay for Bumble subscription ever again. You just pay once and that's it. You can use it whenever. I had it, uh, I believe Bumble when they, when it first came out, I had Bumble. Yeah. So I had it in my back pocket, like in the cloud, just in case, you know, a long relationship didn't last that long, you know, two years. And uh, I ended up reinstalling Bumble and then reinstating the purchase or whatever. And it came right back up, restored the purchase and everything was there. Had to redo the whole about me bullshit profile crap, you know. Just fucking, if you're interested, ask more questions, you know. Um, but yeah, the algorithm is pretty good. Um, it's smarter than it was in the beginning. So it really tailors to who you're swiping right on. And the people that you're swiping left, like, won't pop up. Like, it'll know that, say, you're swiping left on people that just have only one photo, right? So after a little while... It'll only show you people that have more than one photo. And that shit works. That's a real thing. And, uh, you know, there's a lot of things you can set the settings to, too. So, the only thing I hate is uh, me, I live on Long Island in New York. So, the radius, um, you want to do like 23 mile radius. The only problem with anybody on Bumble on Long Island is that you're getting people from fucking Connecticut. You know, 15 miles away, 10 miles away, fucking Connecticut. It's right here. But nobody's getting, I mean, I, I've done it. I, I don't give a shit. But getting on the ferry and then going over to Connecticut or driving through fucking the Bronx up and over. Like, I mean, no one's making that drive. Not for a first fucking date. I'll guarantee that shit right now. Um, but the biggest thing with my experience with most women nowadays is the level of narcissism that's out there. Holy shit. I mean, my ex-wife, textbook narcissist. I mean, to the T, ex-wife narcissist. Oh, fucking nightmare. But this is... These dating sites, I mean, they're great. Bumble's great. But the malignant narcissist and sociopaths that are on the shit are just outstanding. Like, what these apps and these dating platforms and social media, like the Facebook dating, another great one, another great thing, Facebook dating. Haven't said, haven't covered that yet, but we'll get there. Great, great addition to Facebook, all right? I'll tell you why it's bad and why it's good. I'm sure you already know if you haven't been on there already. But it gives these narcissists, narcissistics, like narcissists, a supply, okay. And <laughs> the main reason is because of constant praise, admiration, and resources. Now, people, my friend, to always tell me, oh, "What do you mean resources? What are they resourcing?" Yeah, 
my 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 one friend asked me this question and actually lived this shit. So he was talking to some girl in Jersey, right? They met in uh they met in uh I think it was Central Park. But anyway, great first date, whatever. The next day, you know, because she knows all about him. He's very handy like myself, can fix just about anything, home, car, computer, anything, right? We're very handy and very, you know, technical guys, tech savvy. So what happened was um she asked him to come out there to, uh, I think it was like, put up a wall and paint her uh, apartment. And, you know, for free, you know, not to compensate him for anything, the travel, you know, having to drive out there. And he has, you know, a nice V8, you know, car. <laughs> so he's not fucking strapped and sheetrock to the roof of that fucking thing and, you know, hauling paint cans and shit and, and cleaning up that. You know, he ain't doing that. Yeah, you gotta rent the truck, and especially whatever part of Jersey she's in, you know. <laughs> so it's like that's a resource. Who's resourcing you? She knows you're handy. You guys went on the first date. You guys shared a kiss. She had you hooked, and now she's playing her fucking cards. You know, she's playing the hand she was dealt. She's trying to see what she can get out of you. You're a nice guy. You're a sweet guy. He's a sweetheart, and now she's trying to fucking resource his ass. And of course, he's smarter than the average, you know. So he was like, go fuck yourself, done, dead, ghost. You know, he knew exactly what he was going to answer. But yeah, like, he, same question he asked, he answered his question. Like, legit two days later. <laughs> um, so there was a journal uh, that was posted online. Uh, it's called The Personality and Individual Difference. Uh, majority of women... Uh, it's a uh, 58% are and will suffer from some type of narcissist narcissism or NPD. Um, and the five main habits for narcissists. And this is, you know, a stretch here, but from what I've gathered is, you know, inflated ego, lack of empathy, need for attention, uh, repressed insecurities, and very few boundaries. And with the with the boundaries, I mean, with these things, let's see, being self-centered or self-absorbed, like, this is like a textbook right here I'm reading from. So, like, you know, they'll spend a lot of time talking about herself and her life without thinking to ask how others are doing. When people do interject to talk about themselves, they immediately cut them off. Like, never admitting fault. I mean, for example, narcissist women will often deflect blame by making excuses for their mistakes or finding ways to twist the situation and paint someone else as the bad guy or the problem, which is always the case it's always somebody else's fault or they made me do it or they can never you know no accountability for their actions absolutely not whatsoever it was like when my ex-wife fucking well i'm not gonna get into that but it was always somebody else's fault uh obsession with social status i mean that's fucking everybody but being shallow or superficial is a common trait 
but that's also in males and females. You know, obviously this goes both ways. But in women with NPD, this might show up as a tendency to be overly materialistic or preoccupied with brands, named luxury items. I mean, reputations, social status, or appearance. I mean, that's fucking obvious. Every every fucking woman in this world wants to be fucking, you know, the prettiest thing on the internet. But the addiction to social media is absolutely insane. Like, myself, I, you're not going to find me on Facebook. You're not going to find me on Snapchat. You're not going to find me on Instagram. Even with this podcast, you probably won't. Um, we'll see about that. Um, explosive with others. That's another one um, that I have experienced with my ex. Is they're extreme, extremely short fuse people. But then you have bipolar. Now, this is another thing. There's two types of bipolar. One of them causes manic episodes of like just mania, where you just lose control of your body and your mind. You just fucking go absolutely ape shit, breaking shit, going dropping to the floor, like a like a you know like a adolescent um, temper tantrum, banging, kicking the ground breaking shit, pulling your hair out of your hair, your, your hair out of your head, um, trying to force vomiting. So you're dry heaving, you know, for people to look at you because you want the attention. Like you're going to throw up on their, let's say their couch, their bed, their, their, the carpet, like purposely try to make yourself throw up on things. Like that's another one that I've experienced. Um, and here's another one using sex appeal to course. You know, they're trying to use their sex appeal to make you do something. And if you don't do what they want, they withhold sex. That's, you know, I see that happen a lot lately. Uh, They're very insecure, shy, reserved. But they only hide that shit for so long. And they're dependent on their person that they're with to give them whatever reaction that they that they're desired to have like so but they're cocky about it so they want the, a guy that looks good you know on the arm you know compliments them well but he's a fucking sub like whatever she says he has to do so it's like and they exploit that within social gatherings like it's put on fucking display and it's embarrassing, it's demeaning, degrading, and just to emasculate you to the core. Like, that's just what they want to do. Oh, God, instability in work life and relationships. Yeah, one relationship through, over through another, over and over and over. Bad, bad relationships constantly. And then work, constantly late for work, you know, getting fired. Always having a problem. Oh, it's the boss. It's this guy I'm not getting along with. Or this boss doesn't know what he's doing yet. He fired me because he's jealous of me or whatever. Or she's jealous of me. It's just... Can't just go to work. Do what you gotta do. Get the fuck out and go home. It can never be that, never can be that easy. But... Yeah. So that's it for that. Nothing more to really discuss about, you know, that topic. But, um, 
yeah, I was going to get back to the whole Facebook dating. I mean, that's another good one, too. You know? The cool thing is you can go on your friends list or people that you know and friends of theirs. And you can say, oh, I have a crush on this person. And you can fucking click this shit. And then, and I don't know what happens after that. If the notification comes up, hey, someone's got a crush on you. Now you got a fucking new one. Let's say you got 200 friends. And you got to go through all their fucking friends to find out who it is. Or do you sign on to the fucking dating and then it pops up. If this guy has a crush on you. Or this girl has a crush on you. I don't understand how that works. But I can see how... That could be a huge fucking problem. Um, say the other person's in a relationship and you have a crush on them. Well, now it's out in the open. They, you know, they can find out, which you kind of want, I guess. You could try to fucking make it public. Um, but the ability for people, even fake accounts on Facebook, to see your whole life. You know, that's a fucking, that's a main one for me. That was always a big thing. Like, I don't want people knowing everything that I'm sharing with my family on Facebook. So if I go on dating and I'm meeting somebody, now they can just look up my name and they're going to, well, oh, why are you friend request me? I can't see your pictures. You know, then you got to be like, all right, I trust you. And you let them in. They look at your shit. And turns out it's not who you think it is. And now they have access to all this shit. And it's just, it's fucking annoying. And that gets that that gets back to the whole like extortion. Now, these people they fucking they claim to be something that they're not. You end up trusting them, or whatever. And then, um, what you call it? I'm trying trying to remember what this video that I saw. So this woman asked this guy to stand in front of a mirror. All right, take a picture of himself naked. So now you now you got this this poor guy. Buck ass naked in front of a mirror with his phone, takes a picture of himself, sends it to the girl, right? And then minutes later, because he just added her on Facebook, added her on his Instagram or whatever the fuck, right? Got his whole friends list, right? Everybody's ever contacted, anywhere. And this person now who has this, this fucking silver bullet is sending his photo to this guy. And they can say whatever they want, right? So they're sending this photo to everybody in this friends list, and he's watching it. So the person that's doing the the, uh, the act is taking screenshots of all the people that they're sending it to, and now they're asking for money. So now they're asking for like, you know, I think it was like fifty grand for this one guy that I saw on fucking uh, YouTube, and he ended up paying fifty fucking grand, and uh, um, they sent the messages anyway, and it didn't just stop there. And I was like, you know, like I'm going to tell them, like, you tried to rape me, like all this other weird shit to get more money from me. Because now it's like, show you gave them 50 grand already. They want more money. And this shit's on fucking uh, YouTube. You guys, look, you should look this up. Um, but yeah, that's another thing. Now, what if you're a guy working at, you know, Walmart, you're only making like, you know, a couple hundred bucks a week and you get hit with that shit. I mean, me personally, if that would happen to me, I, I would not give a shit. I mean, honestly. I mean, I wouldn't go that far as putting my whole face on there. But, I mean, I don't know. 
then again, I don't have fucking social media, so I don't know. It ain't happening to me. Um, but let's get into some more relationship shit, right? Because this is what this segment's about. So I was, I was definitely in a toxic relationship, and I experienced all these signs. So the first one, obviously, physical verbal abuse. This really shouldn't require much of an explanation at all. Abuse of any kind, physical, verbal, emotional, sexual, is unacceptable and unhealthy in a relationship. Physical abuse, even one time, is cause for concern. And possibly physical separation for a time. But, you know, that's obvious. Number two, constant control and monitoring. I don't need to go into this one too much because you guys, I'm sure you can figure this one out. Like, let me see your phone. Unlock your phone. Put my thumbprint on your phone. Put my face as an ultimate appearance for your phone so I can unlock your phone with my face. I mean, me? Uh, If I'm home, my phone's always unlocked. I, I turn that shit off. If anyone needs to use the phone, use the phone, look up something on the internet, whatever. Um, I got nothing to hide, but I, I understand that you have to have boundaries. And this is another one that narcissists, you know, that don't have, like, they don't want these boundaries, but you gotta set them up because you, you know, you gotta have trust, right? But you have to have your own life. You have to have your own privacy. Just because you're in a relationship doesn't mean you give up those things. You still have them. You always did. You always should. There's things that you do in private. That should be in private, and you should trust the other person. That's it. That's what relationships based off: honesty and trust. That's it. The two paramounts. It's not complicated. It's not fucking rocket science, right? So, the third one is no. Saying no should be acceptable. Okay, if it's not, it's a huge fucking problem, and that comes into controlling. If you ever get into a, a discussion, right? You disagree on something. Okay, well, that's your opinion. You're entitled to your opinion. But if it's like, oh, can you uh, do this for me? No, I can't do that for you. I got something else going on and I can't do that for you. I'm sorry. I'm not going to drop what I have that's, you know, that I'm busy doing to do this one task for you. I'm sorry, but I can't. That's it. No. No is acceptable. You cannot live a life where you have to say yes to every fucking demand. Because I guarantee you, if the shoe's on the other foot, it ain't going down. Okay? Uh, They won't take ownership or responsibility. That's also a narcissistic trait. Um, But yes, another key uh, paramount, like, trait in a relationship is uh, they can't take ownership or responsibility for anything that they do. Um, just keep yourself patient. They <laughs> uh, Keeping a scorecard on you. So that's another one. Women do that a lot. <laughs> they, they keep track of fucking everything that you do. But yeah. 
so they can do one bad deed because you did five things, you know, in the past ten years. Yeah. So they're they got a whole pass. They can do whatever the fuck they want. They can, you know. <laughs> That's ridiculous. Yeah, and eventually you stop saying things because it's not worth it anymore. So communication goes out the fucking window, right? Toxic, it is. Because I lived with somebody and had no interest in talking to them at some point. Because how bad it got. So yeah. That blows. Totally agree. Alright, so that's about sums up the time here. Whatever relationship advice. Just do better. Do whatever you're comfortable with doing. But be fair to both you and your partner. If you're living life with a certain freedoms and things that you do. Expect your partner to do the same. Give them the same freedoms and respect. Okay? Alright, guys. I'm going to go now. Catch me in the next one.